Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from Neo Chicago. I'm Officer Kevin. I'm Officer Grant. How's it going? Fine. Let's give a thank you to our guest from last week, Chris Wilson of Cyanide and Happiness. Good times. That was uh, all happiness and no uh, no suicidal uh, assistance, right? But hey, we got we got here. me too. We got two brand old guests to the show. Caught myself there. They've been on the show. They're in the history of the Thought Cops lore, and they're both back. We got Ari Grab and Asterios Kokonos. How the hell are you, boys? Hello, Barrett. Very excited. Very, Hello. very excited. It's good to be back. Absolutely. Mysterious, how are you? Uh-oh. It's like I'll be doing most of the talking this time. <laughs> what <do> you- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, He's entering the Digiverse. <laughs> we got some great topics to discuss today as soon as we're ready. He, he's supposed to be my star who I brought on to help me promote what I came here to fucking promote, and instead... the talent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone's like, everyone's like, where, where? I, I don't want the president to build a wall. I don't want the president to build a wall. Well, guess what? Now we don't need a wall, because no one from Mexico wants to come to America because we all have the plague. So That's he true. stopped illegal immigration. Well, I think we deserve some credit, huh? I'm starting well, to regret asking you to be my guest to promote the cartoon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, this is too sweet. Wow, even this is too spicy. Okay, wheeling it back. It's like it's like Ron Paul said in the uh, 2011 debates. Who knows whether or not they're going to use the wall to keep us in? He was right. That's a. He was right. All right, I'm rolling. All right. All right, start start it back off. Now that the show's starting, let's talk about this great cartoon that released today. Uh, Oh, introduce us, because we don't have that. We don't have that. So, like, welcome to Thought Cops, blah, blah, blah. Please welcome Asterios and Ari. Like, do it from there. Uh, Zwick, just use that. Damn it! All right. I that, tried, Zwick. That was that was just, so I tried. that was so good. We I can mean, just start over. Do you really? I mean, I, we not can't. That we didn't really accomplish any. We're starting over right now. We're spending more time talking about 
starting over. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to do it if you guys want me to. Just yes. All, and then I'll just say hi. That's it. Okay. Sure. That's all we missed. All right. So th- this was the cold open. Here is... This is the show. <clears throat> Femme. Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from Neo Chicago. I'm Officer Kevin. Hello, and I'm Officer Grant. Let's give a thank you to our guest from last week, Chris Wilson of Cyanide and Happiness. Opa! Uh, speaking of that, we got a uh, couple of returning champions to the Thought Cop show. We have on the docket this week, Ari Grab and... Asterios Kokonos. How the hell are you, boys? Hello. Hey, what's what's up? Thanks for having me back. Yeah, of course. Hello. Of course. Always fun. Always a fun time. Well, thanks for coming back. Why did you why did you have us on together? Is there any not that I'm against being here with Ari, but hmm. is there like is there some sort of synergistic reason we're yeah. here together? I, yeah. I just thought it'd be random. No, I'm just kidding. Uh you guys Holds uh up, Spork. Ari, we've had you on. The, we've had you on the show before to talk about your uh, cartoon series uh, Bento Banana on YouTube, and That's Bento right. Bento Banana Three just dropped today. Bento it, Three, baby, it's out. It's hot off the press. Yeah, just came out today as of this recording. And if you're listening now, I'd recommend pausing the episode and going to watch it. Search for Ari Grab on YouTube. Yes, let let me be bold about that. I I I don't want to have a spoiler free conversation about it. I want to talk about anything. So if you haven't watched it and you're listening to this podcast, pause the podcast and watch it right now. I don't care. I don't care if you're driving. Pull your phone out of your pocket and watch it right now. Take off you're your probably doing you that anyway. To. Yeah. yeah. Just just watch it. Unless unless you're listening live, of course, you can't pause it. And we're not going to wait for you. I, I told him in the chat, do your homework. I, I linked <laughs> and him. Look, and look, sometimes people come on this show and they plug things in. Those people aren't important. And like, you're, you know, they're kind of plugging things. You know, it's kind of like they're doing like Fisher Price Hollywood stuff. But like, these are grab cartoons. One of them has like 16 million hits. Yeah. Like these bento bananas, hundreds of thousands of views. This guy's like a big deal cartoonist. He's doing stuff for Rick and Morty. Oh. And he's put out another big deal cartoon. Like this isn't just, oh, listen to my podcast where me and my friends talk about Gundams. Oh, who's your favorite Gundam? Have you seen that Gundam cartoon where they all play sports and there's a racist Mexican Gundam robot with a sombrero? Yes, we've all seen the racist Mexican Gundam robot. Oh, it's oh, Asterios, I get it. The last In like Japan, three times you've been on here, you've, you've talked shit about Gundams. <laughs> and Gundam, po- well, it's mostly these Gundam podcasts. Because every day, every day, like five new Gundam podcasts start and everybody's getting rich off these Gundam podcasts, but this isn't just another Gundam podcast. It's not. It's quality animation at an affordable price. But that would be a great name for a podcast, just another Gundam podcast. 
I like it. It's like the not another teen movie of Gundam podcasts. <laughs> oh, that would be good. I would I would love to see uh, God, who does those movies again? Is it the uh God Chris White's? I thought it was a couple of brothers or something. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But either way, those, the those are some brothers. brothers. Is that is yeah, is that what I'm thinking of? Is that right? The who? The Farrelly say it. I I spoke over you. No, the Farrelly brothers. That's what I, that's what I thought it was. Well, anyway, no, I came here to talk them. about my cartoon. Yeah, Banana Three and Asterios Coconos plays Radishita. That's right, and that's why it's the biggest episode yet. The this episode blew my mind. I watched it today as it premiered on YouTube. I watched it live, and the animation is incredible. It is. I mean, it, it's just such a high quality production. It's just another one of these, you. you know, super talented people we know who are like, yeah, you guys should move on from YouTube and be doing this uh, with a bigger budget, I guess. Yeah. But you you did this all on your own, I know, in between work and everything. And uh, I know uh, you've, you've been, like I said, you've been on here to talk about the first couple of releases. But yeah, this one is, you know, the whole series is a parody of anime and you kind of parody different tropes each time. This one is a parody of one of the most famous anime tropes of all time, the Tournament Saga. That's right. It's, you know, as much as it is sort of, I actually see tournament arcs being more of like the base reality that I kind of play in and really more of the jokes are about um, anime streaming services. Yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, uh, what would you call satire of the of the uh, how would you say the uh, the ad- <laughs> I just got distracted because Asterios put a picture of Steve Urkel in the chat. And look, and this is an important picture, too, because <laughs> because like it look, look at this. It is one take. It's just one five second shot. And I've counted the, the actor, Jaleel White, who plays Steve Urkel, he makes 10 distinct expressions in this one little shot. It's like he's like the Costco of acting. It's just <laughs> it's just like you buy it by the pound and like something in there is good. So speaking of big, speaking, <laughs> speaking of the Costco of, uh, of things. Look at how late. No, look at it. Look at this I'm gif of at look it. at this gif I'm of looking Urkel. At look it. how many expressions he's making. Count them. One, two. Mm-hmm. Wait, let's start. Let's start hey, it's, okay, yeah. two. Yeah, one, two, three, three, four, four five, five, six, six seven, seven, eight. Uh, I count uh, seven. Yeah, I count it's eight. Eight is being charitable. Well, speaking of range, let's talk yes. about directing Asterios and what that was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Or I don't know you. What, what was it like for you, Asterius? I I had fun. It was it was ridiculously easy. <laughs> like um, like it, it honestly couldn't have been easier. Like I like I'm just in there going uh, blah blah bling blah blue bling blah blorp, and then the next thing I know, he's like, we're all done, and then I got a hoodie in the mail that says Bench of Banana on it. I haven't opened it yet, but because it, it's at home and I'm home with my parents, but I'm looking forward to this hoodie. And the thing is. Oh, voice actors are like, oh, we deserve money. Oh, what we do is matters. And it's like, no, you don't. You're just going bling, blah, blue, blah, blah to a microphone and it's great and everybody wins. Hey, real quick, uh, take a pause here. It looks like some people for some reason, only half the people are able to hear a stereos for some reason. I can't hear him and apparently Nico can't hear him. That's weird. Did you, God did you guys mute damn him? Damn it. I, no. I can hear him just fine, and yeah. I know Netrunner can hear him. Uh, Hold on. 
Very strange. I don't know. My fucking thing just like been having some problems this episode. Another day on Discord. Fucking hell, man. Oh, did he exit out? Oh, we'll see. I don't. Yeah, I think he like. I think he's resetting it. Probably. All right. Actually, saying his voice activity is not showing up. Hello. Hey, there he is. I hear you. I'm I'm talking to you guys on the phone now. Like it's just like. Oh, it sounds so much better. Yeah, actually, it does. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm not using the headphones anymore. Oh, okay. So that's that's a thing. Okay, Grant. Grant, can you hear him? Yeah, yeah, perfectly. Okay. Oh, okay. So, right. so jumping back into uh, directing Asterios. Um, yes. It was, it was cool because, I mean, he's playing it like it's easy, but, you know. I'll, it is! I mean, I'm, gla- I'm glad you remember it that way. And it, not that it was hard, but I just remember, like, you took it seriously. Like, you were very much trying to give me the performance. And sometimes, you know, I remember, like, going through the audio afterwards, and, you know, I'd have, like, ten takes of you reading one line, and I'd be like... Why did I have Asterios read it so many times? These are all fine. What am I doing? And then after right I thought that, the next take would be amazing. And I'm like, that's why. I was getting that gold and I got it from him. So, like, we worked. And uh, and I think it shows. I think, I think the uh, finished result of you is fucking hilarious and badass. It's great. Yeah, so basically, uh, Bento Banana is the, the main character we know and love from the first two uh, installments, and then now Bento has met his match in the tournament <laughs> arc where he fights Radishita, voiced by Asterios, and uh, it, like I said, for, um, w- was this Flash, Ari? No, uh, Toon Boom Harmony, which okay. is like Flash on lots and lots of steroids. Yeah, I mean, just the level of like, uh, I mean, yeah, it felt like you, you, you uh, interpreted a lot of different anime style animation techniques, just the camera whipping around him and all this crazy shit and debris flying and all this stuff. It was uh, it was an impressive technical feat, and it was also very funny. Um, Plumpy, of course, is the voice of reason as usual, where he is the only one who seems to realize that there are all these ads for uh, the streaming service called Mochi Flicks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's I just a uh, crunchy roll. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little obvious that it's a kind of mapping crunchy roll. Um, more directly, I can I can say I was inspired by multiple YouTube accounts having like being sponsored by Crunchy Roll um, for their videos, and in the middle of their content, advertising for Crunchy Roll, and sometimes like like segueing into it, like saying things like, "Oh man, like." I I was feeling like you know more more anxious than when Naruto was about to face you so and so in the battle of this and I was right. like oh god that's cringy what if a whole anime just did that the entire time <laughs> it's I like, also hey, got- we know you're watching but uh why don't you buckle up for the platinum membership <laughs> I also got to say Ari I've, I I wanted to bring this up the past couple minutes but my audio keeps cutting out which is very uh aggravating uh to be doing a podcast on this shit ass platform discord and not have this work but uh I, I I was like I was catching a bunch of your streams on Twitch of you animating like the background and shit and like the amount of detail like you were putting into like oh like the audience in the stands have to look a hundred percent like they have to look good they have to look correct uh the colors have to be this and you were spending so much time on these like minuscule details and then to mm-hmm. see like what came out of that as a result like like Kevin was saying, like the camera whipping around and all of these different uh, like fast paced motions and stuff like that is like, holy shit, how did you make that out of 
that you know like it's really incredible to look at and to see it like get built that way oh thank you i mean a lot of it was incredibly experimental particularly the backgrounds i don't know of any other production that put a bunch of deformers onto uh two-dimensional paintings and uh tried to like warp them around to create different camera angles and shots um right and and after doing it i can almost kind of see why like after this cartoon i was like i should just learn how to use 3d programs maybe (laughs) but i think it's a cool result it just took a lot of time should we check on a stereo yeah i was gonna say let's pause here yeah, cause we cut back. this part out. Uh, I mean, he he's in here. I don't. I can't hear him though. Um, it yeah, looks like his. What happened? His little audio light is. He's posting. <laughs> he's got another Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Now this is Urkel. Hey, there doing he is. The Urkel. Okay. The Urkel is his own dance. This is how big he was. So he was. The, if you want to do the Steve <laughs> Urkel dance, all you got to do is hitch up your pants. Remember? Have you have you been in here the whole time, Mysterios? Just haven't been saying anything. I said stuff, but then, but then no one was laughing, and I was like, "Am, am I dying as usual?" Oh. But then it turned out that my phone wasn't working. I had oh. ripped a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. It was all funny riffs, and so now, and now I'm I'm trying push to talk. Maybe that'll fix it. All so right. far, so good. Push to talk. What push. a fucking nightmare this is to record. Yeah, we're my audio's going out. Asterios is going out. I'm so sorry. Three I different, apologize. three different time it's zones. Partially me too. Yeah, three different time zones. It's mostly you. Yes, I know. Yeah, it's mostly me. Lest we forget. Okay, so do you guys remember when Urkel went to family? <laughs> went to the 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 uh, the Tanner family on Full House. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, oh, actually, I do know I do, about yeah. that. Yes, I, I remember. <laughs> then it, yeah. tell us, Ari. Tell us what. What I, I I'm guessing it was some kind of crossover. So, yeah, yeah, yes, it was. What Did happened you bring was, this up on the last time you were on Thought Cops? Yeah, I remember episode, this conversation. <laughs> there's an episode where Urkel, he's got a jetpack, and then that jetpack goes crazy, and then you see him flying over the Chicago night sky. Chicago Thought Cops, and oh, then yeah. and then it says Miller Boyette at the end, and so you're like, oh, that's a funny ending. So it's like it's a self-contained ending, but or then you watch Full House. He lands right in the Tanner's backyard. Now we've continued it. Like, and now he's hanging out with the Tanners. Him and Kimmy Gibbler, they're both annoying neighbors. So, like, they have a moment. It's great. You get the sense that they fuck. Yeah. So, uh, Bento Banana 3 is on YouTube now. Don't forget to go watch it. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. And, Ari, you got some other great, uh, uh, classic cartoons on there I as don't well. care about those just watch Bento's three. <laughs> yeah it's great have it's you guys seen because Kimmy Gibbler older Kimmy <laughs> Gibbler she's on Fuller House and let me tell you she's really fullered out if you know what I mean <laughs> hey guess what everybody give me some of that uh, uh, no I'm sorry I look look I left that pause in there because I figured someone else would fill it in with a joke but no one else had one so now I'll do one in three two one, give me some of that Kimmy <laughs> Gibbler, that is. Whoa, hello, Tannerinos. Oh, I'm going to need a Fanarino because she's making me hot, hot, hot. There you go. That's some. I, know, I, 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 I just want to mention that, hey, we're streaming on Twitch regularly now. Uh, you, you won't, we're not streaming Full House. We don't want to get copyright striked. 
But we are streaming uh, video games and stuff. So every every Tuesday night and Sunday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, we're on there every uh, every week where I'm doing a playthrough of Link's Awakening. Uh, me, Grant, and Nika were streaming some GameCube games recently. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. We'll have different people Skype in or Discord in or whatever, whatever program decides to work that day. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a good time. So yeah, subscribe to us at <coughs> twitch.tv slash thoughtcops and don't miss a beat. That sounds real interesting, Kevin. Uh, let me bring up uh, something that the chat's been saying uh, as you've been talking is uh, Ionet Runner in the chat says, if you cut out all of Asterios's bits and thought cops, you get the entire series of Family Matters. It's like That's the true. McBain movie in The Simpsons. <laughs> now, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something that I've been thinking about a lot is the series finale to Family Matters. <laughs> because... What I'm going to do is is I'm starting a I'm starting a sub podcast within my podcast, the loudest podcast called Family Casters. It's a it's a limited series where we're going to look at the six most essential episodes of Family Matters. Now, you guys mm. want to guess what they might be? No, I couldn't. How many uh, episodes are there though of Family Matters? Oh, they uh, don't forget. There's nine seasons because the last two seasons were on CBS because CBS bought it from ABC so they could pair it with Brunson Pinchot's Migo. Right. Remember? Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't. Good I don't look. think we okay. were born yet. Would you say? All right. So you're the six a, most. Would you say you're a fan of Family Matters? The six essential episodes are, of course, Urkelbot, Stefan Urkel, Do the Urkel, the one where they do the Steve Urkel dance. Right. Um. Uh, the, there's the one about racism and then there's the one where Steve and Carl get, uh, get trapped on the roof. And then the one with Steve, the doll that comes to life. Wait, how many so episodes are the was six? That? That's six. I feel like that was more than six. No, uh-uh. Urkelbot, Stefan Urkel, <laughs> do the Urkel, the episode where they explored racism in Family Matters. The one where Steve and Carl are stuck on a roof and Steve, the doll that comes to life. Okay. Six. All right. Now, obviously if I had seven, I would do it. And I would take a look at the last episode of Family Matters, which kind of portrays the character of Laura. Because you know when, like, the last season, Laura and Steve get together? Yeah, you got you to you hit that push to talk. Got to push I that have to big talk. Th- I have big thumbs. Hold on. Let me try my use my pinky finger. <laughs> Hello? It's got to be the, the most uncomfortable Hello. audio setup ever. Just in- Hello? Asterios, okay, where did, what did you hear me say last? I, I honestly don't Something know. Something about the last, the last episode. The last episode of Family Matters. Now, the last season of Family Matters, it's like a betrayal of character. Because, you know, Laura gets together with Steve. Mm. So it's like this little incel is like stalking her for like eight seasons. And he finally wears her down. That's a creepy message to send to kids, Miller Boyette. It's like in How I Met Your Mother, uh, how, what's his name, Ted, Todd, whatever the fuck, doesn't matter. The main guy, the main guy. Ted Ted Mosby. Ted Ted Mosby. Mosby. He he, he fucks the kid's aunt or whatever. He's like, go ahead, fuck our aunt. And he goes and he fucks their aunt. Well, to be fair to Ted, I mean, he fucked the aunt in the first season and they dated for the second season and then they broke up. So it's not like he'd never, like, swam in that pool. Like, he had a pass. All right. What happens in the last season of How I Met Your Mother is he meets the mother and she fucking dies of cancer. It's terrible. That's awful. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, bad. and so the whole and so the whole reason he's he's talking about how I met your mother to these kids, he's just bumming these kids out with the story of how I met your mom and then she died. It's like he's a terrible dad. Grant, did you want to talk about? Uh, did you want to talk about Fire Bros? I wanted to talk some more about uh, UPN and CBS uh, daytime television, but or primetime television. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, Fire Bros. Episode Urkel should- goes to space <laughs> in the la- in the season in the series finale to Family Matters. Maybe. Urkel goes hey, listen, to I, I, we'll- I can I can I can tie this all together really quick. And guess yeah. who follows him up there? Myra. That's right. Asterios. Urkel voiced Sonic the Hedgehog in the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. Ari That's also right. did a Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. That's you were right. the voice. You were the voice in one of Ari's other cartoons. Holy so this shit. this whole episode hasn't been a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, Jaleel White voiced um, Sonic in two Sonic cartoons. That's right, Sonic. Oh, uh, yeah, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh, I just think the other one was called uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. So I what know. we're saying and is you have no, to no, come th- back Asterios. on and do this again it's three lest we forget sonic oh, right. sonic underground right the one with the band right yes 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 so right like you were saying fire bros fire bros uh, it's we uh, have a spin-off podcast that we do at patreon.com slash thought cops called fire bros it's kind of like we are we're the adventures of sonic the hedgehog fire bros is sonic underground Hell yeah. Hell and all we yeah. do is uh, we uh, we review different media topics. I believe this month it's going to be uh, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie, uh, Shin Godzilla. Uh, there were two more. Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk and a fourth thing. God, what the fuck was it? Uh, was it uh, Hot Rod? No, it wasn't. No. God, is, wait, cut this part out. What the fuck? I don't even know. Uh, Donnie, we, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko, yeah. Let's just take it. Let's retake that. I don't know. Yeah, cut this part out. Yeah. This is the part you should cut out. The half a second it takes for him to think of another movie and not the nine minutes of a boomer raving about a, a sitcom. Yeah. Well, it's that been was off gold. The air this for is... 25 years. Yeah, that was gold. This is Grant and I not able to recall something from three days ago. Okay, I, I got it. Uh, Zwick, retake it from here. Uh, so for this episode, we reviewed uh, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie, uh, the movie Donnie Darko, uh, Bone Tomahawk and Shin Godzilla. That should be out in the next uh, couple days. And you can get it by paying us two dollars a month at patreon.com slash thought cops. You get all of our bonus episodes. You can listen to them. We timestamp them. So if you haven't seen a certain movie or TV show, you can just skip to it and see what we think about it. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Whoa. Speaking of a good time, hey, we got a t- we got a Teespring store. And we got a new shirt on there. Uh, uh. Teespring <laughs> Teespring dot com slash stores slash thought cops. It's our brand new t shirt. Uh, it's called. Hold on a second. It's our brand new. It's our Put brand new t shirt. It's called Good Old Fashioned Values, and it is. <laughs> It's uh, it's Grant and I, and we're in Family Guy animation. And the, oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, it's you designed con- that. That's really good. It's disgusting. We <laughs> we used the Family Guy episode three hundred character creator. I didn't know that was a thing. And Zwick made the logo for us, and it looks great. Thanks, Zwick. Wow. Yeah, that's a that baby's rude. Have you ever heard the things that baby says? 
Stewart. He, I oh. mean, Stewart. Yes, he, I don't. He's kind of like a. He's not like any other baby I've seen or heard of. He's like I oh, Steve Urkel, but talk. a bit ruder, you know, because they're both into uh, technology and robots and stuff like that. Mm. But at least Urkel's They've polite. Both created functional time machines. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Small world, and of course, small wonder. But please keep going. Okay, if I may. Two minutes of hate. We're moving on to it. It's a very famous, very favorite segment of the show where we like to blanket punish all those uh, things, that random crap you see online that makes you mad. Uh, My two minutes of hate this week is posting screenshots of your tweets on Instagram. I'll I'll tell you this. I'm on Instagram (laughs) because I don't want to think about Twitter in that moment. I don't I don't I don't want to look at it. I don't want to fucking think about it. And if I follow you on Instagram, I probably already follow you on Twitter. And I know some people who screenshot their jokes on Twitter and then just post them as an image on their Sometimes Instagram. it's a good joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they're not, but it, it dilutes the the special magic that was there when I saw it on Twitter because I was scrolling through Twitter and I was just seeing like all this horrible stuff happening and I just saw one tiny little sliver of my screen that made me smile. I'm I'm hesitant to agree with you only because I have several friends who do this, but I do have to admit that when I see it, I sense a lack of confidence. Like I mean, yeah, there's people who have been on the show that do it. I'm not going to oh, name I'm sure, not going to name sure. names. And I, I think, think Asterios does this. Does Asterios do this? I can't remember if he does this or not. Oh, God. Give him a second. Oh, yeah, and it works great. Because the thing is, <laughs> there's like a bunch of super hot, there's like a bunch of super hot people on Instagram, and then you get their likes, and those, they feel better for some reason. I like the likes better if I know the person that, that tapped was attractive. Okay, so my retweets mean jack shit, I guess. I, I'm allowed to like both. That's I, true. I don't, but I'm allowed to. You are. Like... So you see some of these Instagram hotties. They're, they're, they're you know, posting selfies. They're out and there. living out loud. <laughs> hey, what was that thing where they were all posting black and white pictures of themselves? I didn't get that. I guess that'll be my two minutes of hate because I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> what was that? You said black and white pictures? There, it you was, guys don't know? It, there was a trend. Yeah, it was like a, a, a women's thing. And it it's one of those things where it was supposed to be about one thing. And then it was about something different. And white feminist Tumblr took it over or something like that. It was supposed to be about like Turkish women getting murdered or something like that. And it turned into post a picture of yourself in black and white if you're a female. I didn't read that far into it, but that's what I got out of it. Yes, yeah, it was originally about femicide in Turkey, and it was it was like a hashtag called like uh, I don't know something, and then um, but then just but then in America people just started to 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 post their hottest pictures of themselves, and uh, and yeah, you know, so that's my two minutes of hate. Like, hey, quit co-opting this stuff. I mean, that's but fair. on the other hand, these pictures look really good, so it's like, eh, I guess everybody wins. Okay, that was succinct. That was a two minutes of hate and a punishment. Uh, I want to circle back. And punish, <laughs> to, punish to your two minutes of hate. Yeah, I, would, I just want to punish, <laughs> punish these people who are multi-platforming on one single platform. Uh, suffice it to say, you get no more platforms. Step down. Get off the platform. You get nothing. Good day. You lose, good sir. Succinct. Exactly. Ari, do you have a two minutes of hate? 
Uh, I have an incredibly small petty one that's incredibly specific to my life, but uh, that's what it's for. Yeah, yesterday when I uploaded uh, Bento 3 to YouTube, as as you might see at the end of some YouTube videos, there are external links to other YouTube videos in your channel. Right. And I didn't know until I've already finished this cartoon and it was ready up to go that there is sort of a strange time constraint as to where those video links can begin. And so at the end of Bento 3, they come on four seconds later than I wish they would. Yes, Zwick is saying 20 seconds at the end. I didn't know that. I don't know, I don't know why you knew that. I wish I had known that earlier. I wouldn't have made a 20 plus second uh, end. But now, now everything is just four seconds off and it's awkward and people are probably going to skip past the links. And, and I'm, just, I'm just like, why YouTube? Just let me have four more seconds. I get it, man. That's why That's why I was having Zwick cut out the parts where uh, me and Grant are thinking. Right. Mm. You know, those those are priceless seconds. It just, it kills the flow. People, people are, I mean, you know, we're in this attention economy now where everyone is just stupid because everything happens really fast and that they're in their pocket at any second. And so they're going to be like, hey, these credits, uh, they look weird. Nothing's happening. I'm leaving. And it's like, wait four seconds. There'll be, there'll be something, something well, important, something I need you to see. I'll, I'll give you a, uh, a little bit of an olive branch, I think. Or I don't know if that's the right term, but I'm too tired to fucking think of what it is. <laughs> I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you the, the silver lining to the cloud, which is that the longer something is, the more people are going to watch it until the end, I feel like, like if they're invested in it. If it's a five second long TikTok video they're probably they probably don't give a fuck uh but if it's like yeah. a if it's a little bit longer if it's five minutes ten minutes like i feel like most people that are gonna watch something that long are gonna stick around until the end so and I trust no, me no, no. you're you're gonna want to stick around because my name's in the credits that's, that's right true. and and a joke is post credits but now i'm on a now i'm on a higher thing i think i think TikTok is killing art i think it's it's just constantly just lowering the time frame of how long it can hold someone's attention and they're going to be like five minutes i can watch a five second tiktok video and it's it's killing art no just to play devil's advocate do you think it's possible that we're just getting old i think both is happening i think we are all reaching death and people are getting stupider I I'm, think, a, I'm, yeah, a, I'm I all would, in I would for agree. the accelerationism. Fuck it. Who cares? Let it all burn. I'm done no, with it. This is something I thought fire. about recently. Uh, something I thought about recently was I, I feel maybe we're just generalizing the whole TikTok thing because that's if, true. I'm not, you know, I, I bet that there are a lot of people on t- or, you know, younger people like, you know, kids in high school who think TikTok is fucking stupid. You know, because there are things in high school, like when we were in high school, that were super popular, and then we may have thought and, it was stupid. Yeah, and, and we all older people, yes. older people were like, "Oh, yeah, that's so." And it's like, "Yeah, there's probably yeah, we know all that stuff was stupid, though." That's true. true. <laughs> to, it may, may, well, not Urkel. <laughs> not Urkel. <laughs> You're, You're right. right. There hey. was a time when everything was good, and it was your time, Mysterios. Yes, Urkel, Step by Step, JT's World. You know, earlier you were talking about Twitch, and it's like, you know who'd be on Twitch? JT's World. Wait, Asterius, right. I think I actually have some incredible news for you. What do you got? So Jaleel White uh, is doing dances with his daughter. Uh, he's been he's been learning su- quarantine dances on TikTok. Yeah, that's how I... I- 
Personally, I like TikTok because, like, you get to see people, like, ruin their lives before they're even out of high school. Yes. Like, they'll post, like, <laughs> they'll post, like, blackface videos or they'll say slurs and it's like, it's like, wow, you didn't even, <laughs> you didn't even get the chance. You didn't <laughs> even like, know how bad this was. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like when a rocket explodes on the platform. It's just like, whoa, <laughs> look out. <laughs> Rest in peace, Charmander. Sort of like the uh, Challenger explosion, but, you know... A t- no, a- that didn't explode on the platform. That exploded in the uh, the air. That's a good point. Yeah. It's sort of that- like... Uh, Elon Musk. Elon, it's... The reason I... The, the specific reason I said a rocket explodes on the platform is that we haven't had any fatalities due to that in the American space system. Like, yeah, we've lost, like, SpaceX rockets on the platform, but who gives a shit? They were just holding that guy's stupid car or whatever. Right. Fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, like, um, I, but the weird thing about TikTok is that everyone's like 12 years old on it. So like, you can't open up TikTok without feeling like this is not for me. I like Twitter where everyone's old and angry and yelling at each other all the time. Or is like like an anime person. I'm sorry. Or is like an anime person, like just people with anime fucking AVIs and they're just yelling at you about politics. The people with anime avatars have the best uh, have the best opinions about race relations. I find it's true. They're just, it's so it's so profound and so interesting. It's just it's a it's like a nonstop salon from the eighteen fifties. Speaking of nonstop, uh, Grant, what's your two minutes fate? Ari, did you sentence? Oh what's, no! What's I didn't. your punishment um, for this egregious okay. YouTube crime? I forgot what my initial. Oh, oh the YouTube, YouTube thing. Right, right. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Um, YouTubers aren't allowed to uh, say anything longer than twenty seconds. So you're you're demoting them to TikTok, basically. Oh shit! Well, now I'm the problem. Okay, I guess that's what I'm doing. <laughs> now we Fair are enough. all the problem. Welcome to Thought Cops. Uh, my my two minutes of uh my two minutes of hate this week. I'll I'll pose it as uh, a fable, if you will. Uh, so a a uh. A fox walks up to a frog, right? And the fox is like, hey, man. Hey, frog, bro. Hey, little frog, dude. Uh, do you know any good sandwich shops around here? And the frog responds to the fox. He says, hey, uh, you know, pizza is better than sandwiches. And the fox is like, yeah, no, I know that pizza is better than like a sandwich, but mm-hmm. I just I really want a sandwich at this moment right now. I just I'm really begging for a sandwich. And like the good thing about a sandwich is it's it's portable. You, you put it in a bag. You can carry it with you. You can eat it on the go. Pizza's a little more of sort of like a sit down food. And the frog keeps going. Yeah, but you know, like pizza's pizza's better. And the fox is like, yeah, but I, I know I, I like pizza better than a sandwich. But I I really want a sand. Could you please point me to the nearest sandwich store? And the frog goes, yeah, but you sure you don't want to look for a, a pizza store? So this has been my experience of trying to buy a laptop online and asking people for advice. <laughs> Is I say, hey, I'm in the market for a laptop. I have a desktop computer. I'd really like a laptop. And everyone goes, yeah, but hey, bro, don't you want to build a desktop? 
Building a desktop computer is much more powerful. You can have a much more powerful computing experience oh with the desktop computer. You can you can customize everything. You can have the keyboard of your dreams. Light up if you only build a desktop, you don't want a laptop. It's not as powerful as a desktop. And I'm like, yeah, but I want a laptop because I can move it around and I can put it on my coffee table. And everyone's like, yeah, but oh you, you want a desktop. You, you, want, you want a desktop computer is you should build one. Did you know that you can build your own desktop computer? <laughs> you can customize everything. You can put a, as big of a hard drive into it as you want. And I go, yeah, but I know all these things because I've read about all these things and I already have a desktop computer. I just want a laptop. Can someone point me in the direction of a place where I can get a good quality laptop for an affordable price? And they go, yeah, but you know, you should just build a desktop because I'm, I'm letting you know, bro, it, it is a little bit more powerful. Well, the other thing is, you know, you get a lot more money for your components. Like, like a thousand dollars worth of laptop will get you a lot more for, for desktop part. Like bigger hard drives, faster processors, more RAM. I mean, it's just a desktop is just it's a it's a better experience. I mean, don't you want <laughs> don't you want to play Skyrim to its fullest potential? It's a fucking Twitter machine. I'm using it for Twitter. <laughs> I'm using it for Twitter and so that Reaper runs a little bit better when I record this podcast and that's it. I just need a, a, a fucking Twitter and a porn machine. Just those two things. I would love to see that uh that Steve Jobs seminar of just like Twitter, porn machine, internet, Twitter, porn machine, internet. These are not three different <laughs> objects. <laughs> Oh my god. He's got like a turtleneck on and his pants are off. <laughs> it's, like, it's simple. You can access all of the internet in the palm of your hand with your dick in your other hand. Somebody please make that. I'll retweet it. I'm I'm so angry I'm sweating right now. That's how, how worked up I am over this. Yeah, I I was um impressed and entertained by uh I didn't know I didn't know your emotional range could go there. <laughs> Thank was, you. I guess, I guess I didn't either. <laughs> because it, it was the reaction of ju- every person. Every single person. I, where were you posting? Everywhere. Because I, I want uh, legitimate advice. And I know some people, you know, with that are more understanding of technology might have seen it. And I got some good suggestions. Yeah, I, I've, encountered, I've encountered that kind of thing before. I remember... Years ago, when I was about to, I used to animate on with a actual pencil and a light table and paper, mm-hmm. and I was like, I need to do things digitally uh, for all kinds of reasons. And I asked uh, an animator who I looked up to, you know, what software I should get, and listed my right. reasons. And they went, "Don't, just keep using paper and pencil." And I was like, I didn't ask for what you think <laughs> I should do. I asked what software you recommend and. But I mean, that was one guy. I can't right. imagine an armada of people all regurgitating. No, no, just do this, And it's just a big jerk off fest because everyone wants everybody else to know that they know about technology. Yeah, it's an identity thing. It's like, you know, P- PC like, is their identity. It's an identity thing. And it's like, look at me. I've got the golden ticket. Look, look at me. I know about that. You can build a desktop. You can, did you know you can build one? Did you know? Everybody knows you can build fucking one. It's because they don't, they don't shut the fuck up about it. Exactly. 
I mean, like, have you considered just buying, like, however much Mac laptop you could afford? Yeah, I'm weighing the options, yeah. That's one of the options. I mean, I might do, I might do that. I might get, like, if you actually do want advice, I might get a refurbished you can get like refurbished or like old mac laptops and then you buy the apple care and that's three years of warranty right i mean but if you're looking to save money though and get a lot more computer you'd build a desktop like because you could like you could really customize like how much ram is in it get a cool color case one of those keyboards that goes clickety clack i think you were you were doing pretty well for a second there asterios and then then I dropped off. No, we can hear you. Grant's just, he's not taking it well. Oh, that's, a, I mean, everyone's right. Like, that's the problem is that everyone's correct. I mean, I, I bought like a flat earther. It's like a weird flat earther on this. Anyway, like so. get a desktop. So the, 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 the ending of this fable, as, as I've portrayed it, is that the, uh, the fox eats the frog. He just <laughs> eats the frog. He goes, you know what? Fuck the sandwich. I don't even want a sandwich. I'm going to eat you. And the fox eats the frog. That's it. That's that's the punishment. Understand that to be what you make of it. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was a that was a good two minutes of hate. I think one of my favorites from you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Speaking of uh, appreciation, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we'd investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. They're wacky. They're a little wacky. Oh, they're a little random, if I if I can say so <laughs> myself. Uh, speaking of that, George R. R. Martin. You, you, oh, you, he, he says, uh, you know, everybody's all Lord Lord of the Rings. Lord of he's yeah he did Lord of the Rings, uh, Naruto. Right. <laughs> uh, one one of, <laughs> wait wait I, wait I have a joke. One of that. the Star Wars yeah. movies. Can you, can you, wait, can you say Lord of the Rings again? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Onion Rings. Have you seen that guy? <laughs> Holy shit. He's going to die of a fucking heart attack before he finishes these dumb dragon books. Well, <laughs> this guy, this guy right here. This is this is why I put him in my movies. He's a star. He's a star. <laughs> oh, serious. You're not far off because he said uh, the other day. Well, not the other day. He put this quote out there a while ago where he said if his next book, if his, if Winds of Winter isn't out by July 29th, 2020, Fans can imprison me. Now, the date of this recording is July July 30th. So lock him up. Lock lock him him up. up. Lock Lock him up. Lock him up. Oh, is this the uh, Tulsa rally? Just kidding. (laughs) Speaking of the Tulsa rally. uh, No, I'm I'm kidding. I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) uh, George R.R. Martin. Let's get his ass. Did this did this go anywhere? Like, did, did has he acknowledged it? I I know people on Twitter were posting about it. Let's let's see if he's in prison right now. Hold on. <laughs> I have While a feeling this- he's not. But yesterday, all of Twitter was just posting this screenshot. I mean, I don't know why they wanted to finish these books. We had the best ending ever with that TV show. <laughs> the dragon melted the chair. The, did you get it? The chair represented bad. Oh, I'm so <laughs> stupid. I'm so I did not get that. I, I watched it twice. <laughs> it represented bad. I like the real <laughs> thing that killed that lady was the chair. The dragon knew that. The real Game of Thrones was <laughs> friendship. <laughs> the real Game of Thrones was when that throne got melted by that dragon. That throne lost the game. I really like the uh 
the really circle jerky line where Tyr- uh, fuck, what's his name? Tyrion is like, yeah. what makes a good king? A good pretty stories. Everyone loves stories. <laughs> stories are important. <laughs> They're the most important thing. And he's like, yeah, stories. Ah, uh, yes. So he, writers. Here's the original quote from him. He said, as for finishing my book, I fear that New Zealand would distract me entirely too much. Best leave me here in Westeros for the nonce. But I tell you this, if I don't have the winds of winter in hand when I arrive in New Zealand for Worldcon, you have here my formal written permission to imprison me in a small cabin on White Island, <laughs> overlooking that lake of sulfuric acid until I'm done, just so long as the acrid fumes do not screw up my old DOS word processor, I'll be fine. No, I think I might have found loophole here because he said that he would be in New Zealand for Worldcon, and I'm assuming that Worldcon isn't happening right now because of the, oh, whole, right, the whole pandemic. Which I'm wondering if he started and planned this whole thing. What a twist! You remember <laughs> Quick, that? Oh, I do. <laughs> Quick shout out to uh, a similar series, uh, the King Killer Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss. We are we have been waiting for the third installment for. God, I don't know. It feels like 10 years, maybe longer. But if you're unfamiliar with that series, I love him. Look, I am not a good reader. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dumb boy, but I love these books. And if you're looking for a fantasy that I think is of the same rank as Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings, check out, check out these books. They're but the, so you're, good. You're saying the problem is that they're not putting but, out new yeah, books But either. there might not be any payoff. So maybe don't. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, we're all still waiting to see what happens to the family of dinosaurs from ABC's Dinosaurs. <laughs> Didn't they all die? Yeah, yeah they, I thought there was closure. They all well, died due to climate change. Well, it was a cliffhanger. Change. I thought it was it like was Steve Urkel riding an asteroid. Oh, man, I'd love he, that. He, he was flying over the skyline of Chicago and ended up uh, billion years cowboy. Oh, I, remember, I, I, remember, I then, remember that but one. Guys... But guys, what would he say if he did if he did cause a cataclysm? Uh, if, if, if I had to guess, he might say, did I do that? That's exactly right. Oh, my God. That's him. That's Urkel. Was he in the room just now? No, I think that was was, uh, Sonic. I thought Urkel's catchphrase was, uh, you're too slow. (laughs) Urkel just going on and on about the Chaos Emeralds. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, chaos, though, uh, George R.R. Martin, he says we can imprison him if he had not written the book. Uh, but that seems that seems a little bit too simple. I feel like we have to be a little bit more creative. He probably wants that. He probably He's, wants to be imprisoned. Yeah, it's probably. I just go, like nobody. Nobody can tweet at him or write to him or complain to him that he. If he's in prison, he'll never have to write it. Basically, or he'll have nothing but time to write it. I think. Do, do you remember like what when, is he doing now? Though it's we're in a, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> fucking eating. <laughs> some low-hanging fruit i mean that's what i'm doing too i you know fair um you know like in school when you used to have homework and your parents would be like did you do your homework and you'd be like well i was going to and they'd be like sit down at the kitchen table and do your homework and they would watch you do your homework I think that we just need to do that to George R. R. Martin. We just put him at the kitchen table and we say, you're not allowed to leave until you write the next fucking books. Oh, that'll yeah. make a you're good book. You're not allowed to leave until you describe how a lady's, uh, how a lady's boobies are under her shirt. 
for like two pages, <laughs> just talking about the boobies and how the boobies touch the shirt. Now, wait, can one of you guys, can one of you guys jump back for a second? Because because uh, someone brought up like that he was fat. Oh yeah, great. That was Grant. I said that he. Grant, ate. What did you say? I, uh, yeah, set that whole thing up because I have a joke. There we set go. All, all right. Um, so Team Kevin, up. Kevin said, "What's he been doing this whole quarantine?" And I said, "Quote eating." George R. R. Martin, more like George X. L. Martin. You seeing this guy? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I have never heard in the chat says Asterios loses ten pounds and now he's making all these fat jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer one of you. <laughs> I'm no longer morbidly obese. I'm just dangerously overweight. It's a step up. It's it, it's different. It's a different BMI. <laughs> I'm, I'm overweight. There's a difference between overweight and obese, and I'm dancing on that line, baby. I'm doing the Urkel on that line. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of uh, speaking of BMI. Um, I, I got another, uh, another abbreviation. Mm. W-O-T-W. Word of the week. This week's word of the week is egoligarchies. Egoligarchies. Anyway, so William Shatner wrote, (laughs) wrote this takedown of red letter media. And he titled it The Toxic Empires of Ego Oligarchies. Have you guys seen this uh, fucking medium article that William Shatner wrote? I'm looking at it now and within the first two paragraphs, he's used two emojis. Eye rolling emoji and the smoke, the nose from the smoke is emoji. It, is it ego oligarchies like ego? E- ego, I, th- I think but you're right. oligarchy. E- Phonetically, it doesn't make very e- much girl- sense. Eager. Instead of oligarchy, e-girlarchy, e-girlarchy. That's the quote-unquote joke he's going for. And this is tough because on one hand, like, William Shatner is saying, all these red-letter media fans are annoying me on Twitter. And I'm a gigantic fan of red-letter media, and I'm positive he's correct. I I know red-letter media. I've been watching it for a decade we fans are the worst, and we will annoy you on Twitter. God help you if you like a lady in a Marvel movie. We will play devil's <laughs> advocate until you leave the platform. Oh God! But uh, just to play, uh, just to play, uh, devil's advocate. Uh, was the was that a uh, girl power scene in uh, in Avengers uh, really necessary? Uh, hey, let's uh, dis- <laughs> let's let's dissect this uh, thirty second scene of a movie where uh, where a man from the nineteen fifties uses a magic glove and a magic hammer to. To beat up a guy with a nutsack for a chin. Let's not discuss this for 90 minutes. It's like, yeah, we're the worst. But on the other hand, William Shatner also sucks. His right. politics suck. It, like, we should not have access to William Shatner when there's not a camera on him. Because I do like him as an actor. I like him as Captain Kirk. And I also really liked him as Denny Crane on Boston Legal. It's like, yeah, this guy's funny and interesting. But uh, but I'd rather kill myself than hear his, uh, his personal opinions. Well, so that's where, that's where this uh, Medium article gets interesting. Because I want to say the first half of it is he's talking about um like the 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 first paragraph is painful and it gets worse don't roll your eyes just yet this isn't about politics or social justice warrior type issues and then he just he 
the entire first half of of the article itself is him saying i'm not mad bro and then the other half is him explaining how mad he is no a good sign that you're not mad is when you write a medium <laughs> article about something <laughs> so so i'm not that familiar with with any of this just, I have just a lot of fans Good. just been constantly trolling <laughs> William Shatner, and he finally just wrote a long piece about it. Yeah. All right, that's... Hmm. And it's it's very... Like Asterio said, it's it's probably like getting hit over the head, but it's, it's like dumb inside humor type shit. Like, he makes reference to... Um, Red Letter Media in one joke, in, in one episode, they, they made fun of, uh, they said something about Kevin Smith having a colostomy bag or something like that, and like fans kept tweeting it at him, but it's like, I don't think you would understand that that is a joke unless you watched Red Lead, like, it, 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 it's like an inside joke that gets hammered into the ground, and it's like, you don't even need to reply to something so stupid, but you, you know, you could, but... I don't know. Well, there's this thing that like fans do where they just repeat something from media they like and like that right. and they think like that's a joke. Yeah. That's kind of like unread. Like there's a difference between like Mike Stoklaska, like, I don't know, making fun of making fun of uh, Kevin Smith for breaking two toilets on airplanes. <laughs> he didn't remember he broke two. Is it kind of like, like he the, broke? Is it kind of like the Szechuan sauce incident, where it's right. like a joke yes. became a reality to some people? Yes. I think so. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 like that. It's like yeah, look, it's funny to talk about Szechuan sauce in a cartoon, but then when but then when people take it too far, it's like uh, you're making this you're making the cartoon look bad. Right. And in this case, it's like yeah, with regular media, like there's a difference between like making a joke about Kevin Smith. Uh, Naming his daughter Harley Quinn on your YouTube show, which is like, and it's like, hey, don't do that. Don't don't name your daughter Harley Quinn. You should make fun of him for doing that. Like, he yeah, shouldn't have done that. Right. He, he did the wrong thing. Correct. But like, don't tweet that at him and tag his daughter. Right. <laughs> like, there's, a, yeah. there's a difference. So, so like, yeah, people are like poking William Shatner. People are poking the bear. They're like... They're trying to get William Shatner's goat on Twitter, and he's an 80-year-old man. Do you know how easy it is to annoy an 80-year-old man? All you need to do is bring up the fact that, like, eight tracks are no longer around, <laughs> and they'll go on, like, a nine-tweet rant about how it had better fidelity at a lower price. They held more data, like they'll say, and it's like, yeah, yeah, we know. It's, it's just like, yeah, it's just like a bunch of teenagers who want to see William Shatner freak out. And he, he brings up... Uh like, I guess Red Letter Media had a recurring joke where they said, like, Kevin Smith blocked us on Twitter. So people kept re responding like, oh, unblock Red Letter Media, unblock Red Letter Media. And they even addressed, like, Kevin Smith does not have us blocked. Leave the poor man alone. He just had a heart attack. We wish him a speedy and full recovery. So they're, like, aware of, yeah, people are bothering him a little bit too much. And they made a statement on it, which is good. Which brings me to question, like, what... William Shatner's point of view in any of this is uh, because it's like he's sort of going after them, but also like their their fans. Well, it's just the fans. It's just the fans. But then he like goes into their YouTube ad revenue to make fun of them for like how little they're making compared to like him. Like that's his closing line is so who's laughing all the way to the bank after breaking down how much money they make like per year. And it's like, 
So is it the fans or is it red letter media that you have an issue with? This is like a manic as fuck. I'm like just scrolling through this. It's insane. If if you're listening to it, do yourself a favor and Google the toxic empires of ego ego oligarchy. Ego oligarchy. However you think you spell that, it'll it'll correct it. Uh search it and just like scroll through it and read it because it's it's insane. I mean, isn't this the guy that uh, made made George Takei cry a bunch on set? <laughs> like this guy's gonna start. This guy's gonna start complaining about uh, about being teased a little bit. Yeah. Come on, look. The only way. We're, God damn it! What's his name? What's the name of the guy that played Chekhov? Hardly know him. No, no. <laughs> what's his name? He also played Alfred Bester on Babylon Five. I Chekhov. have no idea. Chekhov. Alfred Bester, the leader of the Psy Corps. Hello? <coughs> You're going to make me show my hand that I, I didn't watch Star Trek. I didn't watch That's Babylon 5 or Star Trek or basically anything you talk about on a regular basis. Look. What's the one with Picard? I believe it's called Picard. Nah. <laughs> Remember, he like he bullied Walter Koenig so bad, the only way he'd come back to do Star Trek 5 was if he was made a captain. Like all these, like William Shatner was like terrible. Every single member of the cast of Star Trek wrote a book about how bad William Shatner is. All of them, like all of them to a man, have written novels about how this guy sucks. And now he's complaining that he's getting bullied on Twitter. I mean, dude, no one wants you on Twitter. Just get off of Twitter if people are annoying you. So I make some more Priceline commercials. I know a good amount of people who have like narcissistic personality disorder or whatever the fuck you call it. And that's basically them to a T is they will like use and abuse every person around around them. But like as soon as you like retaliate or stand up for yourself or literally do anything they're like oh woe is me how everybody hates me everybody's after me and it's like yeah okay whatever man who cares yeah it's like captain kirk is trying to get me to feel sorry for him which is the least captain kirk thing i could possibly think of (laughs) it's a good way of putting it that's like what bones would do like when bones was like my wife took everything nothing left but my serious do you still have cable Cable TV, no, yeah. unfortunately. How are you handling that? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Like, are you? How are you getting your programs? <laughs> and emotionally, how are you handling yeah. it? Right. I feel like well, you're trying. I feel like you're. I feel like you're leading somewhere, and I don't know where. No, I. I, I I'm just to lead you. No, I'm just. I'm just concerned. I mean, you. You've but been I'll bringing up like. Yeah, I, we've been talking about all of these shows, and I'm just wondering. I mean, I know a lot of people don't have cable anymore. I do. It's they like, have. Are these shows all streaming on Hulu or um, Netflix I'll, or Crunchyroll? I'll, I'll put it in a way you'll understand. Is Do you remember the, the commercials in the 90s for the pop cereal? And they were like, I got to have my pops. Well, how uh, you got to have your shows. Did I miss? Did like my headphones die? I'm so confused. We were just riffing about William Shatner. And now you're asking me about <laughs> whether or not I have cable television. Is there like a did, did I miss no, like the connector? No, there was no connect. Kevin's well, just okay. concerned. No, you, you were, you, we were talking about mm-hmm. William Shatner, and then you brought up Bones. <laughs> right. Bo- yes, Bones. That, that, that was from, the disconnect. No, it's, oh, right, I'm sorry. Bones is one of the characters from Star Trek, DeForest Kelly, Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy. Like, what I was uh, saying is. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm one a, of the most I'm famous characters fan. in I'm a pop fake culture fan. history. 
you know, it's directly related to our current topic. Like, although I will discuss Dr. Temperance Bones Brennan, she uses bones to solve crimes. <laughs> no, that's fun. That is fun. It's always like, it's, it's like, ah, this was your fatal flaw. You forgot to take these bones. <laughs> <laughs> and, then it, and then it's like, David Boreanaz, take them away. And then David Boreanaz takes them away. I love the idea of her being like, mm, let's see, there's fingerprints, there's blood, there's semen. No bones, though. I can't do anything with this. <laughs> oh, well, no, that's, you, that's act one. There's no bones. <laughs> But then they get a phone call. They're like, we might have found bones. And then they think those are bones, but it turns out those aren't bones. Act three, they do find bones. Act four, they interrogate the bones. And then act five, they arrest the killer. And he has the rest of the bones. And so what they do is they take the bones they found and they connect them. And then Dr. Temperance Bones Brennan will go like the knee bones connected to the crime bone. And then take him away, David Boreanaz. So anyway, I, I love this. How are how are you faring without of cable course, TV? Let's not forget, and of course, let's not forget about Snoop Dogg playing the character of Bones in the movie Bones. Remember that? Were those no. related? Uh, yeah, I mean they were both named Bones, so yes, because that, that was the movie where Snoop Dogg set himself up as like a crypt keeper type, mm. where he'd be like. I'm going to tell you another scary story from me, Bones. And it's like, what? You know, we already have two Boneses, right? Dr. Temperance Bones Brennan and Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy. And he's like, no, I'm a third Bones. And it's like, okay. And God damn, if it didn't work, the African-American market loves horror. They do. It sells very well there. So it all takes place in the Boneverse, you're saying. <laughs> the Bonerverse, yes. And of course, <laughs> let's not forget about Boner, Mike Seaver's friend from uh, from Growing Pains, Boner. This episode oh, has been brought uh, to you by Comcast Cable. <laughs> uh, don't cut the cable. Get Comcast. You got all the channels on there. You got uh, CBS. You got the CW. Uh, hey, Mysterious, what is the UPN called now? I mean, I, I don't think they're around. Mm. I think the UPN and CW merged. Because CW is WB, correct? Yeah, exactly. I think I could swear that I don't. I mean, see, the thing is, like, there's also a Paramount network, but they're trying to be, like, classy. Mm. Like, like there's, like, a Paramount network that you can only get on DirecTV. Um, but am I seriously the only one that remembers that there was a character named Boner on television in the 80s? And, like, not just, like, on alive. cable, on prime time television? It sounds really familiar. Like, I wasn't alive. It was on, he was Mike Seaver's best friend on Growing Pains. I didn't watch that because I wasn't alive. I was alive well, in should. 89, so I, I can rep. I can rep the 80s. Well, his name was Boner, and that's four. Four characters named Bones. <laughs> <sighs> so, Grant, William Shatner. Right. Get his ass. Um, oh, God. Uh, here's, here's, here's a good punishment for William Shatner. He's not allowed to tweet until he finds a better portmanteau to make up other than ego oligarchies. He's got to sit in a room... Him and George R.R. R. Martin have to sit at the kitchen table as mom watches them do their homework. George R.R. R. Martin has to finish The Winds of Winter. And William Shatner has to make up a better word than e- e- oligarchies. Because it, 
it makes sense on paper. You look at it and you're like, I know what those two words mean. And you try and pronounce it and it, it doesn't it doesn't connect. It just phonetically makes no sense. Hey, speaking of things that uh, don't connect, uh, Joe Rogan got some people mad this week. <gasps> Joe Rogan this week said that video games are a real problem. <gasps> That's unacceptable. All right, guys. Bomb his house. Imagine clap emojis between the words I just said. <laughs> he said bomb I'm his house. Oh, wait, wait, bomb Kevin. Clap. Finish that clap. quote. Well, I want. I want to say uh, let's let's watch the clip together. We have we have right. video evidence. This is Exhibit A. Yeah, How can so, we never call the videos that we watch Exhibit A? It would make it a lot easier for Zwick. That'd be on brand. That would be on brand. Well, you know, we're almost 200 episodes in. We finally figured the show out. <laughs> it's, it's tweaks. Tweaks over time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Exhibit A. And video games are a real problem. <gasps> they're a real problem. You know no. why? Because they're fucking fun. Addictive. And you don't... Yeah. Well, I'm, <gasps> I have a real problem with them. And I you, can't you, believe you he's do saying them, this. And they're real exciting, but you don't get anywhere. Right. It's like you could do like <gasps> like martial arts. What? Right? You could learn jujitsu. You get obsessed by jujitsu, and then three years later, you're you're like an elite jujitsu athlete. You're like you're entering in competitions. You're a purple belt. You're, you're moving up. Yeah, you're doing well. Right. You're thinking like I might be able to open my own school one you day. Got confidence. Yeah, if I have a hundred students and those hundred students are paying me X amount of dollars per month, I can make a living. Holy shit, I can have a. This would be amazing. And then you see your jujitsu school, and your jujitsu instructor has all these students and drives a Mercedes, and he's got a nice family. He looks and like, like a homeless California. You're doing something exciting and fun, and you don't. Or you could just be playing fucking video games. Three years later, you could be that same kid just playing video games, waiting for the next Vix, whatever the fuck game is, you know, next Xbox game to come out, and you're gonna waste your time. Okay, so these are these are two options. These are two options in life. You either play Xbox (laughs) or you become a jujitsu instructor who drives a Mercedes. Which way, Western man? I kind of agree with him. No, he, I mean, all jokes aside, he does kind of have a good point in the sense, like, if you do nothing but play video games, and, I mean, if that's all you want, fine, but if you do nothing but play video games and then complain about your status in life, I mean, yeah, maybe uh, evaluate that. If that's the way that it's being posed, but here, I'll, I'll give you this caveat, which is... You know, growing up, growing up in the 80s, growing up in the 90s, you had parents on your back and your parents would tell you, hey, you can't play video games all day and you can't just sit in your room and smoke pot because it's illegal. I want you to go to college. Now, all the kids that are going to college are $50,000 plus in debt and people who open up a pot shop are raking in money that they can't even put into banks and people who are professional video gamers like Ninja or PewDiePie are making the most money out of any human being ever alive. These are facts. And the people that made that weed video game Nug Warriors (laughs) are even richer than both two combined. (laughs) Mm, Your move, Joe Rogan. So I, I there was Look, there was a long Joe Rogan's right. Obviously he's correct. But the the thing is it's like Know your audience, you know, 
This would be like uh, like if Fluffy started talking about how Eggo waffles don't taste delicious. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, they're not great. I mean, they're they're fine, but it's like Fluffy, your entire audience is one big Eggo waffle, like <laughs> French syrup. Like, no, your audience, Joe Rogan. I they, mean, I don't. They I don't, love games. I don't love Joe Rogan, but like, I mean, I'm kind of like good. Like, if if his if if a vast amount of his audience are real gamer boys, I'm happy he's saying to them, hey. You know, like, games are fun, games are great, games are art, but, like, you know, like, you need to... Your DNA and your genes are composed of millions of years of evolution that's made it so that the outside world sensory is good for you, and you're not exposing yourself to any of that if you're playing games. Did you just so. do DMT the other day, Ari, or something? Is that why you're talking like this? <laughs> are you it's- recording from a from a sensory deprivation <laughs> tank, Ari? <laughs> Just eating a lot of meat, just getting in the MMA, and oh, just hell yeah. you know, meat expanding salt. my consciousness. Just like, what is that? It just, you know. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you could be a jiu-jitsu instructor driving a Mercedes, or you could be sitting at home getting 100% completion in Persona 5. <laughs> that is a great game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, and there's fucking extreme examples of this on, on either side. I'll, I'll play Mr. Fucking Centrist right now, which is like, I don't play video games as much as I used to because I don't have the time and I don't have the attention span. So I'll play like half an hour every three days or something like that. And like, that'll be good. It's, it's enough to sort of like take the edge off or whatever. Um, you know, but he's got to bring it back to the fucking jujitsu shit all the time. Like, yeah, you'd open your own gym. Like, I'm I would like to open a gym one day. It's a lot harder than just spend three years doing jujitsu. It's not just open your own gym. Like, yeah, there's there's a certain aspect to cultivating a skill and following a discipline and like the the process of learning and physicality. And there's all these things that are compacted in there. But like fucking stupid headed Joe Rogan goes, oh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, for instance. That's his number one fucking thing that he can think about all the time. Open up an elk hunting store, you moron. I mean, I'll I'll be real because, you know, as much as I just kind of talked about why I think games are unhealthy, I'll say, too, that, like, when I was I don't know, somewhere around like seven to ten. I was I was like a very sad little kid and had a really hard time making friends and wasn't good at stuff because I was, you know, ten or younger. How could I be good at anything? Um, And (laughs) video games was like the first thing that I was not only like I was I could beat levels and feel accomplishment and pride, but like other kids at school were like, wow, I can't believe you beat that boss. You have to come to my house and do that. And it was like the first sort of feeling of like achieving something and doing something interesting and like challenging myself and so like there is a there is a really healthy wonderful thing to games but i also i also do think games are made a lot of times to sort of constantly have these dopamine hits to kind of keep you wanting to play them for long amounts of time right and there's just not really good discourse around regulation i mean i think like that's i mean anything of course like everything in moderation uh and i mean including moderation (laughs) pushes glasses up nose but i mean yeah there's plenty i mean for a lot of people that may be all you want in life you know if that's if you just want to have a normal job you don't really care about cultivating any skill you just want to get a paycheck hang out play video games that's fine but if you're going to complain like i said if you're going to complain about your life and that's what you're doing i mean like i said reevaluate it 
That could also be true of people just doing any job, though, like like working an office job and being like, this sucks, I hate it, and like just you're stuck there and you don't do any like that. It, it, there's so many different facets to this, and I, I do think that there is a little bit too much being made out of something that's like so inconsequential. <laughs> like this is one of the most inconsequential things he's said on his show, and like the internet collectively lost their minds about it. Well, Zwick in the chat has a really good point that that the game culture is just very reactionary because of just all the amounts of time that the media has sort of scrutinized gaming because of shooting and yeah. and linking it to games. And so right. I think they just they're just wired now to be incredibly reactionary whenever a major media outlet says anything that's like damaging about games to psychology. We need ethics back in gaming journalism. That and they're like a bunch of losers who, are, who like have their hands on these Xbox controllers instead of on a lady's boobs. <laughs> Like, I mean, that's the that's the big problem is like the re- there are a bunch of oversensitive crybabies. And like the moment someone suggests you play less video games, especially their fake podcast dad, Joe Rogan, they like <laughs> flip their shit. I want to play video games, dad. Something I've noticed about like I know I brought up the term uh, a couple episodes ago, parasocial relationship. Right. It's when people consume and relate to these content creators on a certain level and they agree with like, oh, we agree on everything. And all of a sudden they say something that they don't agree on. I yeah. think people kind of take it to heart. It's so Yeah, they take it as like a betrayal. Exactly. That's why like you're supposed to say it with me, everybody. Tell people what they want to hear. Yes. <laughs> no. No, he, <laughs> like, he's right. Like you're not supposed to chat. No. Why would you challenge somebody? Like, like what like why would you challenge like you know, look, the thing is. Joe Rogan's supposed to be a cool jujitsu guy feeding people worms and taking his shirt off on that one episode of news radio. Not telling me to play less video games. (laughs) Come on, Joe Rogan, be cool. Only be on one side of things at all times and don't show any independent thought, Joe Rogan. You just reflect what I want to see or I swear to God, I swear to God, I'll dox your home address, Joe Rogan. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm angry because I love you so much. <laughs> I mean, are his fans really surprised that he would have that stance? It feels really like what I would imagine his stance on games to be. Like, yeah. It's, well, it's for fucking losers. Yeah. Well, he's not, he's, he's not even going that far. He says they're like, they're fucking yeah. fun, but they're like dangerous yeah. and addictive. It's, I, it's, it's like it's saying that about like drugs. No, I think he said, quote, that all gamers are pussies and I could take them all. <laughs> uh, like, I saw the could. quote. Oh, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the he, said they need to, he said they need to get into MMA, not PBJ. That's what he said. <laughs> and you know what he called George R.R. R. Martin? He called him George XL Martin, which is really size phobic. Yeah, and that's like it's not really cool. not. That's troubling. Uh, yeah, like, said, George can't help it. He's old. Books are a real problem. Yeah, you got to, uh, you know, you could be out. Th- You'll be sitting at home writing a fucking fantasy book. Or you could open up a jujitsu school and be uh, driving around a Mercedes. You know what? I'll make this call out right now. Joe Rogan, I challenge you to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> I will show you what it means to be a man. That's a good punishment. Yeah. That's, 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 that's I like that's, it. No, I it's like too it. much fun. How could that be a punishment? It's, a, it's his own <laughs> definition. It's too much fun. Well, you're gonna, you will show him that you're having so much fun and you can win. You can beat that's him. Right. But you can stand that's up and right. walk away because you have self-restraint. He will feel the jaws of Wario and know what it means to lose. (laughs) 
That's exactly right. Joe Rogan, I look, I loved you when you endorsed Bernie Sanders because you were useful to me then. That was cool. <laughs> but now that Bernie Sanders is no longer the nominee, you're more useful to me as a punching bag, Joe Rogan, and I'm going to make fun of you on my show, you bald-headed goof. Oh, shout out, shout out to a mm-hmm. really good YouTube video called, um, I Bernie's. think it's called uh, Bro Jogan. Look it up if uh, you're curious. It's very funny. We also did. I a, did uh, like him on news radio, though. I think we can all. He was very funny on news radio. It's so weird because it's like this guy's had nine careers. He like now he's like everyone's weird shaman dad. And then, but for a while, he was like making people eat worms out of someone else's butt. And then for a while, he was like on Fear Factor. And then for a while, he was like an MMA commentator. And then for a while, he played the studly handyman on the Dave Foley vehicle news radio. It was yeah. Dave Foley, Maura Tierney, Phil Hartman, Andy Dick, and Joe Rogan. That, that, like that the is guys weird. live five. The guy's lived five lifetimes worth of adventure. I'm very jealous of him. And, yeah. he, and you know, he just got that $100 million deal with Spotify. Oh, that's right. right. Does that mean that they can't film the show anymore? No. Well, Spotify is Spotify is introducing video podcasts, oh. which, which makes sense. It's perfect because you can play it right from the Spotify app or you could put it in your pocket and listen to the audio version. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, it's 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 really really smart. They're paying him a hundred million dollars to take his show, uh, just to Spotify, and he's going to be making so much money that he's moving from California to Texas, where he'll have lower state taxes. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm you got to also. I mean, I I get from a certain perspective why he would do that, but also. I mean, I think that this is sort of analogous to what Howard Stern did when he signed with Sirius, which is like, yeah, yeah, he got a big paycheck. But then when's the last time you heard about anything Howard Stern did that wasn't like America's Got Talent? Like he he completely lost any level of culture relevancy when he did that. And I'm I'm willing to say that it's probably going to be something similar with Joe Rogan with the with the caveat that like. Uh, no. Spotify is not like a pay to use program. Like there's Spotify I mean, premium that, or whatever, but the thing is, it's like Spotify is all zoomers use like Joe Rogan's audience uses Spotify. Like, um, they use it all the time. I bet there'll be some drop off, but I mean, yeah, the big difference was that like, you know, Stern going from free radio to this dumb thing. You got to pay $10 a month for Right. It's like, I'm not going to pay. It's like, is, is, was Stern worth $10 a month? At that point, not to a lot of people, but like, this is just, I mean, what do they listen to him on now? YouTube? Yeah. This is just them like changing the app on their phone. Like, like, yeah, there will be some drop off, but I, the other reason to give him $100 million is because you're trying to, you're trying to use him to hook in other podcasters. And like, mm. um, this is, it's really smart what Spotify is doing because a couple of months ago, they locked down two of the McElroy brothers to an exclusive contract with, uh. This show they do called The Besties. And then a while before that, they locked down, um, what's her name? What was the name? What's the name of the female comedian from Trainwreck? Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer. Yeah, yeah. They, they locked down like Amy Schumer. Like oh. they're making these like big content Mich- plays. Michelle Obama released her podcast on Spotify yep, this on week. On Spotify. Yeah, like, like Spotify saw something really smart, which is that there is no Netflix of podcasting. Like people have tried, like Earwolf tried. That's right. Uh, you know, because Scripps bought Earwolf and then Scripps. Howl. They had Howl app. They had Howl, for which was five dollars. 
Uh, they had Howl, which was $5. And then also like Earwolf and Scripps and, um, and Audible, like all got rolled up. And then Amazon bought Audible and Amazon was trying to become like the Netflix of podcasting through, through Audible exclusive podcast content. But I think that, I think that Spotify is going to be the first ones to crack it to like become the Netflix of podcasting because they're, they're making a lot of good moves and they're spending a lot of money. I mean, I think it was Apple for a long time. At least that's sort of quintessentially where a lot of people at least primarily host it. But I don't think that as many people are using iTunes. And then they had a weird thing where they renamed the Apple, the podcast section of iTunes to Apple Podcasts and shit. And now people are confused by it. And I feel like it's sort of lost a little bit of relevancy. Maybe not all of it, but I don't I don't know. Well, the interesting thing was that Apple never embraced monetizing podcasts. Like for a long time, Apple had a single employee working in the podcast division because it wasn't making them any money. Right. Like they would make money when they sold albums or when they sold TV shows on the iTunes store. But like Apple didn't get in the business of serving ad time on people's podcasts. Thank God. And and Spotify, Spotify does do both. Spotify serves the ads and the content, you know, so it's it's a lot easier for them to like turnkey, you know, instead of serving ad breaks between songs, you know, ad breaks at the top of each hour. Because doesn't show Rogan podcast like four hours a day, yeah. every day. It's it, yeah, it's, it's insane. Christ. I wonder because so many, so many of his guests, I imagine probably already live in Los Angeles. How many of them are going to be like, oh, Texas? Yeah, I, w- I was there. thinking about the, that. He's had a lot of, uh, as of COVID, he's had a lot of call-in guests, which I don't think he ever did call. He did like one call-in guest or something like that, like his entire time of podcasting the past 10 years. But as of COVID, he's been doing it a lot more. And I think he probably is thinking, fuck, if I can do this over over some sort of teleconference, like, fuck it. Why do I need to be here anymore? Maybe I'm and make a yeah. hundred million dollars and make a hundred million dollars. Speaking of podcasts that are long, uh, let's move on to key to the city. I would like to give mm. it to something nice, something cool, something sweet, something swell, something good. Uh, my key to the city this week goes to David Lynch. Uh, during quarantine on uh, David Lynch's YouTube channel, he will read you the weather every single morning. Yeah, I like that movie Eraserhead. That's a good movie. It's got yeah. that fucked up baby. It's cool. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a few quick ones. Uh, sure. First key to the city. Everyone who participated in, watched, shared, engaged, bent a banana three with me today. That was so much fun. And I felt a lot of love today. So thank you for doing that with me. Hooray. Um, next one, uh, Dr. Lori Santos. She's, she's not doing anything new that I know of. But if you don't know who she is, she's a wonderful professor at Yale, I think, and has a whole course and podcast about the science of well-being, and if anyone's going through a hard time with this pandemic right now, I highly recommend her work. It's very academic. It's very interesting. It's good stuff. And lastly, uh, my brother, to, uh, my brother Jacob, who did some music for Bento Three, has a project band called Tonoso, and they're so good. And they're going to have an album in I don't know a month or two. I heard it yesterday. It was. It's not even my particular genre of music that i listen to a lot and i really like it so check them out they're great talented family yeah yeah oh yeah i also want to say uh shout out to you ari for throwing the thought cops uh easter egg in the oh that's right i almost forgot to bring that up yeah i 
I was like, they put a big smile on my face. I know you, I know you yeah. mentioned it to me a while back, but I forgot. And I was like, oh, yeah. shit, <laughs> when I saw yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you guys have been uh, great supporters. And also, I was like, it would be so much easier to just do that than have to design another fake anime. True. True. <laughs> uh, Asterios. Uh, I'll give... I'll give my key to the city to Mike Staklasa from Red Letter Media. <laughs> like, um, because because uh, it was interesting. He put out a video today reacting to William Shatner and all the like, William, all the William Shatner's complaining. At the end of it, Mike Staklasa was just like, "Hey, can uh, everyone please leave William Shatner alone? It's really hard that uh, my childhood hero keeps." Tweeting ugly pictures of me and calling me a goober. <laughs> and it was like a genuine moment of emotion where Mike Staclaza was like, yeah, we all have fun here, but uh, Captain Kirk is busting on me really hard and I don't like it. That's hard to imagine. <laughs> I want to watch that. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've might seen Mike show too much emotion, so... It's the most emotion I've seen him express in 11 years. And I was like, yeah, because it's like, yeah, I love making fun of people on the Internet. I love it. It's a lot of fun for me to do. But uh, if someone ever made fun of me back, I would cry immediately. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> so, like, I, I definitely I was like, this is a, a rare moment of humanity from a, a, an alcoholic that's dead inside. Grant, what's your key to the city? My key to the city goes to the uh, man that's in this video that I'm about to play. Um, I, I won't spoil it. Uh, let's just let's let's watch it now. I can have a meme war with anybody and destroy him, and I've done it. And people actually bail at the end and go, "Who is this guy? He's got like every meme ever produced on the internet. He can knock us out with his memes." And I do. I have tons of memes. I just keep memeing them to death until they just surrender. Because they just can't do it anymore. They don't have the memes that I have. <laughs> he, he reminds me of an older Charles Carroll. <laughs> oh my god, I wish I had this video so long ago. Because I know people who I feel like think this way. This man is my hero. This is, I oh want to grow god. up. I want to look like him. I want to be like him. I want to I be this meme lord. Just an incredible arsenal at his disposal. <laughs> yeah. He he looks like an undercover cop that's doing a very bad job of hiding his identity. He's yeah. just, he just he he has a he has a, a like a like a like a brush mustache, like a paintbrush yes. mustache and, and salt and pepper hair. Right. He looks like the kind of guy who'll throw you in a van for no good reason. I love memes, talking about skirt memes. skirts, and illegal drugs. Who has some illegal drugs they can sell me? He probably <laughs> owns He probably owns a hat that says not a cop. Let's be real. Yep. All right, before we move on to our final segment of the show, which is our listener voicemails, uh, Ari, I'm going to have you go first. Let us know. Remi- remind us where we can find all of your great content on the internet. Oh, we doing plugs? All right. I got a YouTube channel. If you just type my name, Ari Grab, into YouTube or Google, I think even you'll, you'll find it. Um, watch Bento Banana. I have other stuff. I think more people like my other stuff. I don't. I like Bento Banana. Watch that. Um, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> I, I, I like going on Twitch and drawing and playing games. I, I hope I get back into that soon. It's been a little, little dry lately, but I want to get back into that. Maybe do some stuff with the Thought Cops. That'd be fun. Oh, absolutely. We'll have to uh, remote you in. Hell yeah. And uh, and I'm on Twitter. A-Grab at Twitter. Thanks. Cool. Asterios. 
And uh, I too think you should go watch Bento Banana Three on YouTube. Just oh, thank you for finally saying it. (laughs) It's really, it's really good, and it's it's really entertaining, and I really think you'll like it. And and I will say that Asterios has a lot of wonderful podcasts, and I believe still has a Patreon. I I gotta pay. Look, everyone knows where to find me. You go watch Bento Banana Three. It's so much fun. It's really good. Oh, thank you. I would like to just point out that. since this is the plugs, uh, if you follow at Asterios on Twitter, he's been live tweeting the whole episode. I have. Are you what? fucking kidding what? me? I was waiting for it's- someone to. I was waiting. I was like, I bet they won't. I was like, no. they pointed out though. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> he tweeted out like every one of his jokes. <laughs> um, okay, this is this is good. Oh my god. Oh, there's this. This is absurd. So, somebody responded in before breakup. I'm re. I'm re. I'm retweeting that Falco said Sundaru. That's important news. Yeah, I, I was the jokes I was saying on this podcast. I was also putting on Twitter because it's like it's like when you tweet a joke, like you know, you want to put it on Instagram too, so we can get more coverage, more likes. Of, of course, of course. Right. Yeah. Why? Why save your best material for one platform? In fact. Take a picture of it from Twitter and put it on Instagram. No reason not to. Well, just get a digital camera, take a picture of your screen, <laughs> share it with your friends on something else. Uh, but yeah, if you want to uh, give us a call, leave us a voicemail. Our number is 312-788-7361. Or you can send us an audio file to our email, thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit it! Hey, Thought Cops, IO Netrunner here, and before my two minutes of hate this week, I just wanted to ask, do you guys ever get sad? Nope. I think the internet used to make me happy. Something must have. But anyway, my two <laughs> minutes of hate this week is normie friends. Mm, I would love to worst. say that I don't have friends, but that's a lie. I have normie <laughs> friends. Cold, gray, useless normie friends to match everything else in my life. When they send me Reddit links, instead of telling them what useless lumps of flesh they are, I reply, LOL, that's hilarious. <laughs> and if I ever told them how I truly felt, they would probably stop inviting me to social events. I don't have a punishment for these people because it's not like they're in the minority. And what else am I going to do? Hang out with people like me? Have you met people <laughs> like me? <laughs> no thanks. Anyway. I'm getting more of a seared bite. Jesus under Christ. Under Whopper, then I'm getting on the actual wop. No, 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 no. This has been all throughout every Discord channel. He's been posting this fucking meme of the seared bite. Yeah, I saw you guys mm. talking about the seared bite. Was oh like, my God, the seared bite. I would like to direct this individual to uh, Dr. Lori Santos's Science of Wellbeing <laughs> class and podcast and uh, maybe some Joe Rogan might have some good things to say about life direction. Oh, well, I mean, I guess he sounds so upbeat for someone who's so clearly depressed. Like, uh, I love this guy. Oh, yeah, I, Hello? I love Hello. him. I love him, too. We all love him. And I think that the thing about normie friends is, like, at least normie friends are not constantly just being a brand like not even just online but in person like they're not just like this like uh like what's the thing like this like manufactured personality that they've 
formed on Twitter and then dragged from the computer screen to their real lives. Is this a thing? A normie friend? It's like like we are. Officer Kevin and Officer well, Grant of the hit podcast Thought Cops. No, normie friends are the ones who don't do that. They're just right. normal. Right. Unlike us. Right. Normal. Yeah, see, do I have normal friends. Normie is a well, wait, but what? But wait, but what are they? What are they promoting though? Their podcast? No, it's typically just like how they act on Twitter. I mean, it's just like the phrase "on brand." As far as we can say, it's like every every person is of the personality mindset that they're this some kind of content creator, and uh, some of us are, but many people watch Bento Banana Three. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean the thing is, it's like, but if you weren't a like a brand, like, what would you? Is there an? Is it possible to not like be a brand and be promoting like a like a like a piece of media? Everything is, is a that, brand. No, I. We are all a brand. No, maybe I'm not explaining it right. It just like people. I don't know. I, it's hard to put into words. I guess it's just something I see on Twitter constantly, where it it just doesn't feel genuine. There is I'm just, just getting a real incelly like, oh, look at these NPC kind of vibes. I don't want to be mean, but like when I yeah. when someone yeah. as a normie, that's that's pretty that's pretty disrespectful. That's pretty much saying I hold the secrets of the real world and you don't. In my opinion, he knows when the narwhal's bacon. It's at midnight. Nico says, "I love corrupting my normie friends." It's a good hobby. All right, what's up, guys? How's it going? I hope you're all doing well. So. This Friday, day after tomorrow, my self-imposed abstinence from all drugs ends finally. Oh. (laughs) 31st of July. Jesus Christ, I can't wait to get drunk, to get wasted. Uh Like I never stopped. Jesus Christ, it's going to be awesome. (laughs) We're going to get like so many voicemails this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um... (laughs) And Jesus serious, Christ. You know, I don't know if you remember me. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Grant, explain it to him. It's, it's gonna he, he knows. Be, this is going to be too long otherwise. I'll so explain it. I'm gonna do it's already quick, too long. Um, <laughs> two minutes of hate. My two minutes of hate is um, uh, it's um, that I'm getting more of a seared bite. Oh my Jeez, god. From the Jesus. Whopper, yes! Then from the actual bite. Whopper. <laughs> Never would have thought. Alright, guys. Take it easy. It's fucking, fucking kids you these know, days. Uh, a wise man once said that the problem with drugs and alcohol is that they're too much fun. <laughs> they're too much fun, and it's just not a real world activity that you can be a part of. Yeah. It's like you could be doing drugs and alcohol all weekend, or you could be opening up a jujitsu studio and driving around a Mercedes. Or you could be playing Fortnite. I don't know. Whatever. Right. I'd like to point out that can you think of can you think of anybody worse than a jujitsu instructor driving a Mercedes? Yeah, yes, I, yes I, I, a karate instructor. I mean, he did bring up like the worst possible person. Yeah, I feel like a feel like a jujitsu instructor driving a Mercedes is uh is like the kind of guy that's gonna bully an elderly lady at the supermarket for taking too long. Yeah, like I just like like a jujitsu driver like driving Mercedes is just like he's just like a walking talking hate crime. Am I wrong to be thinking that? No, you're not. Are we you're all not. seeing the same person. Did, did he make his money off of jujitsu, or does he do jujitsu as a hobby? And well, he's has an a instructor. I would say so, it's, it's his yes. career. It's his career. Then he must be an incredible jujitsu instructor. 
Well, instead, yeah, he wasn't playing Fortnite, so he had all this time to uh, hone his craft. You know, well, I, I would think I would think anyone who's famous enough with their jujitsu to own a Mercedes and make that and jujitsu is their full time career probably has the tenacity and the willpower and the self control to. I would hope I would hope is like a a good, strong, humble human being. I think anyone who's a jujitsu instructor who owns a Mercedes is a jujitsu instructor who owns a Mercedes whose dad owns a dealership. Yeah. Well, all right. That, yeah, yeah. Like, I think too. that's how he got his Mercedes. Well, then then that guy's probably used to getting what he wants. And yeah, that, and, I, I'd be and afraid of that person. you don't give him what he wants, he'll use violence. He yeah. Will. He also, knows jujitsu. Also, like the entire fitness industry, one thing people won't tell you about the fitness industry is that 95% of everybody in it is some level of like multi-level marketer fucking scam artist ripoff used car salesman piece of shit cokehead so that's probably this guy but uh speaking of cokeheads just to <laughs> just oh, yeah. to uh to segue back to what uh joseph was saying i'm, I'm not calling joseph a cokehead i'm just looking for a good segue back in is well, he left we'll see how the weekend turns out for him the, the, the last <laughs> the last time he called and uh the last time Asterios was on, he called and left like a six minute long voicemail and uh, everybody in the discord got to watch in horror as Asterios reamed him out and like yelled at him for leaving a bad voicemail. And he said, he, was so, he said he was so demoralized that, uh, that he stopped drinking alcohol and it turned his life around. <laughs> and, and what better way to celebrate his current happiness than by turning your life back around one more time into that car crash. Yeah, shame him back in there, Asterios. Shame him back to sobriety. There's still time. I, yeah, I mean, I just, it's, I think it's pretty clear that you're addicted to this stuff and that, like, it's no one is fun. telling you that. Like, that no one in real life is telling you that uh, because uh, they're afraid of what you'll do to their pets. I mean, you, def you sound, you definitely sound like, uh, like, what's his name? Prussian. What's the name of that? Uh, you sound like if, uh, if Werner Herzog, uh, you sound like Werner Herzog met, met, uh, met Hannibal Lecter. Oh. And like, so everyone's... That's so everyone's shtick. probably telling you like, yeah, sure, have, have a party, yeah. Do, hey, you do, you're not an alcoholic at all. Why, why don't you drink and do drugs? Yeah, whatever it takes to get you out of my gas station. Like, buddy, you gotta, you should stay on the sobriety train. You sound so much better. Like that voicemail, like. Your your voice had like dynamism and range and emotion that was clearly missing from it last time. Like uh you might want to stay on the sobriety train a little longer and, and see how many see how many more days you can you can you can grit out because I mean if your body wants drugs and alcohol so badly that like you're turning it into content. <laughs> like <laughs> if your body, like if your body wants drugs and alcohol so badly that you're like, I'll leave like a like a voicemail on Thought Cops about it, and then it'll kind of be a joke, and like then I really won't truly be engaging in these destructive habits. Like it's just like it's just for content. It's just for fun, right? And well, I left the voicemail, so now I guess I have to do the drugs and alcohol because they're gonna want to know how that bender went, and I've kind of locked myself into it's not my fault that I'm literally self sabotaging the 
rest of my life right now as content for uh, for uh, someone else's podcast. So, God um, damn. I'm just saying, you might want to just stay off the sauce for a while. Well, just stay. To, look, yeah, what, man. What the hell, man? We love you. Save you. Money. We love you the way you are. To, yeah. su- to sum it all up. No, we don't. We love you sober. <laughs> we don't love you the other way. That's, I mean, the sober, the sober version of you. Up. He sounds cooler than I heard. To sum it and all look, up, every, everybody you, shut you up and let me talk. Country, God, uh, clearly, you wait, live in some kind of country. Clearly, you live in some kind of country where prostitution is legal. <laughs> <I> tried. So, <laughs> like, think about all the mo- you could all the money you're spending on drugs and alcohol. You could be spending on prostitutes. All like, right, just think about that. To sum it to sum it all up. To sum it all up into a joke that Asterios briefly touched upon. Uh, briefly. Picture briefly. Uh, he briefly touched upon one joke, and I would like to revisit it. Um, Picture a documentary, and it's called Werner Herzog Eats His Shoe, But That Shoe Is Made Of Human Flesh. Thank you. Foot in his mouth. No, like so he's... anyway, back to the prostitute thing. <laughs> oh, like, okay. uh, clearly you live in, We like, have a lot of voicemails to get through. Yeah, we, we do. We should get through all the voicemails. Killing me. Asterios, hey, Harker, you aren't tweeting about this one. Huh? You're not tweeting about the voicemail. I didn't... Radio I'm, silence. I'm refreshing your Twitter. I'm not seeing it. Oh, yeah, I stopped tweeting because, uh, because, uh, yep. now we know. Found out. Yeah, well, yeah, now you guys are looking at my Twitter and now right. it's not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to hear this next one. Okay, well, uh, as we cut this part out, we'll play Nico to MP3. MP3. Bert? Oh, we're super you're skipping Bert? Oh, fuck, there is one. Yeah, you're right. I got Bert right here. Okay. Hi, Ernie. You guys get it? Like, like Bert? I, I actually didn't hear any of that. Unders- uh, I haven't, I didn't play it yet. <clears throat> so, oh, no, I, I was making You, you cut never. out. No, you you just weren't listening. That's that's <laughs> <Okay>. possible. Thought cop is hard to tank again. Uh, just two two uh, key cities because Grant has kind of down over the last few weeks. One, um, I'm actually going to go to the gym quite regularly, so that's good. And it's all from the great help of uh, Grant and other people in my life, but no, but mostly Grant. Oh, that's awesome! Also, I, I do what I can. The game I really need to recommend to every single lady out there that was that relatively likely League of Legends or card games. Uh, Legends of Runeterra. It's a card game with no uh, no packs whatsoever, and I want to give it my money. And there's no other card game that does the stuff that this game does. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend you guys try it out. And uh, yeah, that's it. Very simple one. Good, keep up the good work, guys. Uh, bonus. No, uh, no Kickstarter URL on that one. Yeah, go to go to his website <laughs> and use uh, promo code uh, League of Legends or whatever, and. Uh, Save if you do the rest of the joke. I don't care enough. Maybe Joe Rogan was right. <laughs> hey, but he said he's going to the gym, so he yeah, maybe that's we awesome. found the Is guy it, that's going. Maybe we're also you know maybe in a we pandemic. Fu- we found the guy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we we found the guy who's going to become a jujitsu instructor and a video gamer. We found him, ladies and gentlemen. The we got him. Human, right? Yeah. Half gamer, half jujitsu artist. <laughs> The duality of man. Sup, weaves. You guys yeah. uh, got a stereos and Bento Banana on today. I just want to say yeah. you guys did Bento. great. Ari. This His was fun and cool. Serious. You sounded oh, really fucking cool, too. Um, you, you should do for the next episode a typical uh, beach episode, mm. but with spicy vegetable and fruit um, hijinks Ooh. instead of big bazongas <laughs> on anime chicks. Or you could just draw big tits on, like, fruits. That'd be cool, too. 
I, well, that's what episode two is about, essentially, is about uh, big tits on fruit. I was actually, I had the same thought, too. I would like to see a beach episode. Because remember, like, back in the 90s and 2000s, every anime had a beach episode or, like, right. a spa or a sauna episode where all the guys are <laughs> stacking on top of each other to see the girls and... <laughs> It goes it yeah. goes wrong and they get slapped or something. Or, I'll right. say if and when there is a bento for it, it actually there there is some thought that it might be a beach episode. A logical progression. You should consider bringing her on as a consultant for bento banana because <laughs> she knows more. She knows more about anime than Elon Musk knows about Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> actually, quick shout out. Um, Kevin was the consultant for Bento 2 and 3. And I will give him credit. One of his, um, one of his jokes that like, is like one of the best things in the cartoon is initially Bento was just going to match Radishita's gold membership by getting another gold membership. And Kevin said, what if he went for something even higher? And it was like like the limit beyond limits. And I was like, of course. And that's what it became. And I think it's so much better because of that. The platinum membership. Platinum <laughs> membership. Oh, one other funny thing that got cut was um, there used to be an ongoing uh, series of jokes that Bento and Radishita would constantly compare each membership to the price that you pay for pizza a month. And that line where Radishita or Asterios goes like, he's inputting his credit card information. The full line used to be, he's inputting his credit card information. Just how many pizzas he's about to give up. And it was funny, but it just wasn't flowing. So it got yeah. cut. One second here. Do, 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 do. That was the last one, right? Yeah, give me a second too, because I'm, I'm putting a GIF in the uh, in the Discord. Yeah, I see one of them. Thank you. Let's see what this one. Oh, the, the same one from the other channel. Ah, <laughs> uh, you see that? Is, Sarah, is this from the uh, the crossover? No, oh no, this uh, this uh, gif of Urkel and Uncle Jesse is not from the <laughs> Full House uh, Family Matters crossover, no. How long has this been going on with you? How long has Full House and, and Urkel become a uh, just constant tumor in your head? I got back into it like a week ago. Because oh, that's I've it? Been looking for a, I've been looking for a way to, to torture my uh, co-host. My co-host will... <laughs> My co-host always tells me about these people on the internet. They're called laugh out loud cows. Lol cows. Like, yeah, or lol cows for short. Like LOL dolls, but like they're cows. And um, and so she always tells me about these like creeps online, like Yandere Dev or this guy that like sues Taylor Swift. And so to get back at her, I'm gonna spend a whole episode telling her about the six most important episodes of Family Matter of uh of uh, Family Matters. And so I've been getting back into Urkel recently. Oh, so and there's a box of there's a box of Urkelos, a sealed box with cereal that is selling right now on eBay for thirty dollars or best offer. I'm thinking twenty. I'm thinking I can snake it for twenty three. So, have you been using our time to promote Bento Three as as a way to test your material out <laughs> to annoy your co-hosts? Is that what you just admitted? Yeah. All, All right, I love gotta it. Reuse these, you gotta, guys, listen. You gotta, you gotta workshop these jokes and try them and try them and try them again. I'm trying them here. I'm trying them on Twitter. On the loudest podcast will be. I'll be. They'll be hung there. You never know. I might be on a YouTube live stream yelling about Urkel. You I don't gotta, have the platform you, you have. I don't material. have podcasts. This was my one thing. This was my one thing to promote my cartoon, and you were going to help me do it, and you just talked about Family Matters the whole time. 
Good range. Yeah, but Urkel, <laughs> don't forget, like, Urkel, he is like a cartoon. Like, oh, and you're guy. right, you're right. He is he's like a like cartoon. Big, he's like a human cartoon, that motherfucker. Holy shit, he's he got big expressions and all. I love that guy. Love that Urkel. And, you know, speaking of beach episodes, can you imagine if Urkel went to the beach He'd put zinc on his nose. Wait, all those. He'd probably have one of those hats with that umbrella on it. He'd look like a fool. Wait, you're telling me nine did seasons he, wear- he didn't go to the beach once? No, I mean, look, there certainly are several episodes of Family Matters that are on the beach. It's just, oh. um, you know. And and then obviously the episode of Full House on the beach is the one where they they go to Disney World. Because they go to the beach and they think that they're lost. They think they're stranded on a desert island, but then they're discovered <laughs> this is the by the ninth circle boys. of hell. Remember? This is the ninth circle of hell. That was when ABC, Disney bought ABC. Do you guys not remember any? Are you guys ever paying attention to anything? You know, Asterios, on this show, we like to say, we like to make the joke that uh, Kevin and I are both irony poisoned. You've been Urkel poisoned. (laughs) I mean, Urkel's funny. It's like, you can't. Like he's, I'm he's looking like at this gif and I can't lie. He's trying Him to Uncle yeah. Jesse are boogieing. He's trying to Urkel pill us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, the thing is, it's like, okay, you're in your twenties. It's like, it's like you're in your teens. I'm not. Everything's, it's like, it's like you're in your teens. Everything's funny. Then you're in your twenties. Everything sucks. Yeah, your thirties and forties is, is being like, no, nah, that stuff was funny. You know, I'm 30. It's like, you I, think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm an optimist. You got to get back into the swing of things. They're, you're swinging your hips of things, doing the Urkel of things. You got to get back into it, guys. Everyone's doing the Urkel. Hey, me be- getting back into Everyone. my stuff would be like watching Tiny Toons or something. Tiny Toons was fun. Remember? Remember when they did the when when Bugs taught Buster that dance and then Buster did it at the prom. And it was like, oh shit, that dance was just to fool hunters. Not to not to use to dance with Babs, but then Bugs did it at the prom and then everybody loved it. Remember that? I actually don't, but you're if you want to rewatch some tiny tunes now. It was a really good episode. It was a two-parter. It was one of those half-hour long ones. It was but Buster's tr- finally trying to work up the nerve to ask Babs to the prom and ba- Babs shows up and I'll tell you what, she looked real hot. Well, I didn't think that I didn't think that this, those two had a real chemistry. Like I always wanted as a kid, I was like, I want those bunnies to fuck, but they never did. Speaking of that, you got to watch the prom episode. It's, it's all right. It's, now it's, there was it's, payoff all this time. Yeah, speaking yeah of, exactly. Speaking of something. No, hold on, Grant. No, hold on, hold on. I have more to say about on. Tiny speaking, Toons. That speaking of wanting skunk. to rewatch Tiny Toons, uh, now you can because the episode's over. <laughs> <laughs>